Welcome to the Subject Composition and Light Photography Podcast. Show notes, links and contact details can be found at robnunphoto.com. That's www.robnunphoto.com. SCL is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network and loads of other great tech podcasts can be found over at www.techpodcast.com. Now on with the show. to SCL, the Subject Composition and Light Photography Podcast. My name's Rob from robnonphoto.com and this is my little audio diary about my journey through the wonderful world of photography. Well, I'm glad you're still here. Please forgive me for my um, trespass, if you'd like, into <laughs> reading a bit of a book in uh, last week's SCL 200. Um, but I kind of done a bit of a um, Stephen King the gunslinger trip for the last couple of months as I was working through all the books and um, I just kind of thought it was kind of appropriate I don't know there's there's this, uh, there's this idea of a group of people walk you know heading towards a, a goal um, and the fact that the journey is the thing not really the final goal that kind of drew me into what we're doing with our photography um, with this and also obviously with the um, SCL uh, photography podcast and the blog and the Flickr group and all that sort of stuff but this is SCL 201 um, it's gosh what day is it today it's Tuesday it's the 31st of July 2012 so we're a little bit late into the stream um, and as I said this probably might happen a little bit more often than it used to because um, we've got lots of things going on at home um, but I will record a podcast when I when I can. Not much to report from the car boots from Sunday. There's a few odds and sods around, but nothing that really catches my eye. Um, you may well find that the audio quality has changed again. For some, I tell you what, I just don't have any luck with microphones. I kind of had a nice setup with Oliver's um, laptop, but it's my headphones now, my, my mic system that's kind of gone up the gone up the swanny and is, is buzzing and crackling quite a lot which I noticed on the last podcast so I'm trying something different this time whereby I'm actually recording it on my phone again um, but but I'm recording it in WAV so that's a uncompressed audio format so hopefully it might be okay I don't know we'll see you know me I, I, I do all these podcasts in one take and then I edit them do a bit of basic editing in Audacity adding the sound effects on the front and the, and the back of the, of the podcast, but that's it. So I don't like re-recording. So if this sounds terrible, my apologies. It'll sound, sound better next week when I go back to doing, doing it with the other microphone or something like that. But the subject for tonight's podcast is a couple of book reviews. I haven't done book reviews in ages. Um, but Suzanne and I were down in Gosport. Ooh, what was it? Was it last Monday? I think it was. And um, I said, look, let's just pop into the, let's just pop into the library or the um, discovery centre, as it's um, called now. And 
that I thought, well, let's let's go and have a look around and see what photography books they've got. Normally, it's always a bit disappointing going to the local libraries. They have a few things. They have lots of guides, lots of how-tos, you know, the digital camera how-to book and stuff. But they don't always have that many collections of a photographer's work in a book. You know, that's what I think of a photography book. But lo and behold, they had a couple. They had one from Ansel Adams and one from Linda McCartney. Um, so I thought I'd talk about those tonight because... Not only are they two different photographers, um, but the books also show two very different styles of photography. And they're also from different time periods. But maybe we can learn a little um, as we enjoy these fabulous books. So first up, the one is Ansel Adams, which is called The National Park Service Photographs. Um, and if you don't know him already, Ansel Adams is one of the most famous landscape photographers there's ever been. He was born in 1902 and passed away in 1984, aged 82. Um, and what I'm looking at today is a book that contains a collection of the photographs taken by Adams while under contract to the US Department of the Interior to take images of the United States National Parks. And what they were going to do with these photographs is create a massive mural, murals on civic buildings and the like. But with World War II, that, that um, project was suspended. But what we were left with was some breathtaking photos of some of America's most iconic natural landscapes. And if you haven't looked at a series of Ansel Adams photographs, this could be a really good place to start the National Park Service photographs. Adams shows us fantastic details, texture and lights and shapes as well from places like the Grand Canyon, um, Death Valley, uh, the Grand Tetons and many, many other beautiful places. Almost every single Ansel Adams photo draws your eye through the photo with the shapes, with perfect composition. He manages to add depth. He takes the photographs you know, at the time of day when shadows play across the subjects. It feels like you could run your fingers across the photo and you could feel the texture of the rocks or the cool water from the waterfalls or, or maybe even the heat from the bubbling geyser pools. But, you know, Ansel Adams, he's much more than a um, masterclass in landscape composition. I always feel when I'm looking at his work that, you know, this is the pinnacle of black and white photography of the natural world. Um, but in terms of like mountains and things like that, um, when I look at these photos, I just can't fail to be impressed. Um, it's a bit difficult. <laughs> I always think it's a bit, a bit odd, isn't it, talking about photographs and photography on a radio podcast. But, you know, trust me, um, Ansel Adams, the National Park Service photograph, it's a must read for any photographer. And if, like me, you're a skint photographer, don't forget that your local library service, even though it might not have these books in stock, can normally order them in. Um, I've got several books like that. And what you normally have to do is just, just go and find a librarian and just talk to them about ordering different books. And a, a way to start when you do that is to do things like, just think of the famous photographers. So think of Ansel Adams, think of um, um, who, Annie Leibovitz, think of um, David Bailey, people like that. And just search, uh, Richard Avedon's another good one as well. Just say those names and get them to search in the computer and see see what they can come up with, see if they can come up with a nice um, book to order in 
because I know in Hampshire, for example, they have a big book depository where lots of these books are kept, and then they send them out for a minimal fee, I think it's about 50p, to your local library. They'll then phone you, you go and pick it up, and you can then enjoy enjoy the book. But not only is it books like you know the Nancy, uh, Nancy, Nancy Adams photos, but it can be things like Scott Kelby's photo books and stuff, so that's that's very good as well. Okay, so the next book was, um, or is, Linda McCartney, um, Life in Photographs. And you know, Linda McCartney, she was born in 1941 and passed away in 1998, aged only 56. Probably most famous for a vegetarian foods business and for being married to the Beatle uh, Paul McCartney. But she was also a well-respected photographer. Um, and this Life in Photographs is an enormous, beautiful book. You know, this is a really big, heavy photo book. And it takes in iconic photos of pop stars from the 1960s, um, family life throughout her, her, Linda McCartney's whole life, and shots of various famous people from the 70s, 80s, and uh, and, uh, and 90s. Um, there's a forward by Annie Leibovitz as well, and Stella McCartney and Paul McCartney. And it is really... This is a really nice book. I was a bit sceptical when I first picked it up. You know, thinking, oh, Linda McCartney, you know, who she... Because I had no idea that she was um, such a great photographer. And, you know, where Ansel Adams is black and white, Linda McCartney is a heady mix of colour, too. Um, her photos have an immediacy and an intimacy that's, you know, rarely seen. The shots of the Rolling Stones, the Beatles... And various rock stars are really good, but it's the family photos that touch me most. The ones with Paul, Stella, James and Mary enjoying their life to the full. Um, and I think whereas Ansel Adams kind of inspires you to go out and take beautiful, beautiful photographs, with these images, Linda McCartney inspires you to pick up your camera right now and start, start taking photographs of your, your family and uh, your loved ones. And I think these photos... Our treasures not only for Linda McCartney's family, but also for us as she's let us into these wonderful, intimate and fun, fun moments. So Linda McCartney, Life in Photographs, a really fabulous photo book. And some of the most poignant moments are, in fact, that you very rarely, in fact, you don't see Linda in the photograph. There's a couple of self-portraits she does, but in them she tends to be in silhouette or blurred. And... That really touched me as well, because obviously the fact that she passed away when she was when she was so young. Um, so there we have it, two very different photo books, but each that are enjoyable in their own way. And I think that beyond looking at them as beautiful books, I think there's some, some clear lessons for us here as well. Um, I think Ansel Adams encourages technical photos that are composed to perfection, taken at the best time of day from the best vantage point with the best equipment of the most dramatic subjects. But sometimes that can be a little bit intimidating, can't it? Whereas Linda McCartney teaches us that by having a close relationship with the people we want to take photographs of, this will lead to moments captured in time that are very precious indeed. Her photos of celebrities are very, very good, but it's the family pictures that really shine. And I, for one, am fired up to take the time to try and capture images that are half as good uh, as the ones Linda McCartney took um, of my family too. And I think if you what, read these both these books, you'll be similarly inspired. Well, that's it really for this week. Nice short podcast. I'm sure you'll be happy about that. <laughs> Thanks to everybody in the Flickr group 
for taking part putting their wonderful images in there um the uh, photo assignment is still well on its way and there's some some brilliant stuff going in there about angles and shutter speed thanks to everyday jones they do the intro and outro music you can find their music for free at everydayjones.com um but, but most of all thanks to you for downloading and listening to the podcast remember my name's rob from robnonphoto.com you can email with me with questions or ideas for the podcast just send them to scalespeeder at gmail.com that's s-c-a-l-e s-c-a-l-e-s-p-e-e-d-e-r at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you with with anything at all and um hopefully pretty soon i'll see you on fricker Thank you.